What's that? Traveling through the tunnels, farting and eating children? Why, it's Wandering Monster Roll Initiative! Why, hello there, and welcome to Wandering Monster America's Test Table, where we don't just play test games, no. We stress test them. I am John Baltusberger. I'm Bridget Brave. I'm, I'm Kevin the... Welch. Ah, damn it. Ah, <laughs> you know, it was better than the, that other incident that we had. I'm Mr. Paschke, and with us tonight, I'm Hello. Kevin Welch. And oh, I, I, <laughs> Kevin, you already went. Did you, did you get your words out? I'm sorry. Kevin, Kevin you no longer get to be joining us tonight. You're a cast member, baby. Uh, yeah. yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. Billy Blue's well, joining us. God damn. Hi. Hi. Hi, Billy. My name is Billy. I'm the designer of the game we're going to be playing tonight, the designer and artist. So, uh, and I'm GMing tonight. So, I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Now, uh, those of you who are not assholes will remember that uh, Billy was on my show, uh, Randomly Generated Encounters. Those of you who have never seen it, you're the assholes. Um, uh, jokes aside, uh, Billy, we played your game once, uh, kind of when it was in beta um, during its Kickstarter. And then uh, that night we played another game that was also in kickstarter ziggurat of the blood god mm -hmm. um so tonight we are we are eschewing other people's games and focusing on tldrpg uh, i remember how tickled i was when i realized that it flowed into tldr um because i am not bright but here we are <laughs> a magical world um that's not my usual intro. My usual intro waxes and wanes through some esoterica bullshit before I finally get to announcing the game, but not tonight. Um, as I am a sit, as multiple members of our cast are sickly and weak, but also, dare I say it, that our sickness is making us even sexier? With that knowledge, you can guess and uh, fill out a poll in the chat of which of us you think is sick and ergo is sexier than usual. <laughs> Friends, we are here tonight to play uh, TLD. Uh, Billy, why don't you tell us a little bit about the game before we introduce our characters? All right. Uh, well, this game is first off designed to be kind of straight to the point, very no fuss, um, just kind of get right to the fun and the action. And it's designed to be accessible. So that was really important to me from the beginning. And I kind of want to create a game where anyone can join in and have fun and just kind of make the game their own. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. I like it. Me I think too. you're muted, John. Should we just leave John muted all night? I think we no, should. Yeah, yeah. I never finished that that gif. As I kind of mentioned, last time we did this, we were playing um, Ziggurat of the Blood God. Tonight, mm -hmm. we don't know what we're doing. I mean, Billy knows what we're doing. <laughs> but um, what is probably... Probably a little on par for us wandering monsters we have no idea what we're doing um so with that in mind um mr patchkey 
as yeah. our resident Charles of the night, well, you get to tell us about your character first. All right. So uh, since I am the, uh, this is going to be weird being called Charles. Like I'm not. Oh, a that orc. was the only time I'm doing it. I promise. Okay. Thank God. Unless cause... you get in trouble later. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So um, I am playing. Um, <clears throat> let me see. I had a voice earlier, and then my wife said I was being too loud and it was going to wake the baby, so I had to stop. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Speaking of. John's gonna wake the baby with with my talking. All right, <laughs> we'll join the professionals. All right, so my name is Jasper Mallor uh, of the Star Path. I I am a wizard. I have a, a long beard and a long pipe, and uh, I can read runes. It's it's a delightful thing to do for me. That's all I got for now. I'm a wizard. I will tell you more as I feel it's appropriate, not when you want it. To the point, Alec. All right, I'll go. Okay, great. I usually go after after uh, the other Charles. Gosh, now we're all going to call him Charles all night. It's going to ruin everything. It's just going to be. I hate it. All right, just just say Mr. Paschke. Just get it. Mr. Paschke. There you go. There you go. Thank you. So, um, I am a Sema Void, and uh, you know I. I've got some stuff going on. Who's asking? Why are you asking? It's none of your business, really. Um, I've got I've got some things. I have a, a very specific set of skills, let's say, that will help during this mission. And um, don't worry about how. It will become relevant when it, it needs to. Um, I'm playing uh, Drishratesh, uh, the Bloody Fist. Uh He's he's big, not very smart. He's got a bloody fist, and he he gets his point across. His bloody fist. <laughs> I need you to say it as blood fist. Yeah, fist. <laughs> yeah there we go. That's, that's what right. I needed. That's that's the juice. Um, Sorry. speaking of juice. <clears throat> I am the venerable Archbishop Heliot, Duke of Weston Shire Sauce. <laughs> it's a real place. It's not one that I made up. It is uh, meaningful. We have rich, rich customs, mostly involving sourdough bread and um, the lustful joining of man and yeast. <clears throat> Our faith, and by our faith, I mean your faith and my faith, as any other faith, is a travesty, a heresy, and not very sexy, as the kids say. uh, Other faiths are, in fact, cringe. (laughs) I'm here to guide these hellacious satellites through the mist of unknowledge to being wholly invincible as myself. I won't remember wow. fucking shit of that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good. Yeah, it sounded great. Everybody writing this down, huh? No. I have the name right now. <laughs> no. 
Hey, hey, Mr. Patsky, could you remind me what the name I just said is? Uh, Duke uh, Haloit uh, of Worcestershire Sauceburg, which is a real town. A very real town, yes. That's part of it. That's part of the name of the town. (laughs) I assure you, this is a real town. (laughs) It's on the map. We're real, I promise. We are, not a, we are not a tax loophole that yeah. the Archbishop created on a whim. There's no way a map-making company would have just put that in there as a way of, you know, finding out if someone was duplicating their maps for profit. That's not a paper town. <laughs> that was good. All of this is very good. Yeah. You sound like an experience, yeah. Look, now, th- I want to point out real quick, um, generally speaking, we do stress test games, uh, and... Ian's ability to manage his blood uh, pressure. Tonight we are we are stress testing Billy's uh, patience with us knuckle chucks. Mm-hmm. That's so, fine. I have all the patience speed. in the world. Speed Billy. <laughs> all right. You asked us for you to be here, right? Yeah, yeah. I asked for this. So. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you can only blame yourself. That's right. True. All right, well, we have our party. I like it. So the reason why you guys have all gathered together uh, is that the local township who is, um, who rumored, his rumored to have been feuding with um, the Worcestershire kingdom, they... Their baron has summoned the uh, best adventurers he could find on on such short notice because his son has been kidnapped. He has been kidnapped by the Goblin Kings. David Bowie? So... (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I never trusted that son of a bitch. I mean, dare you, he's a national idol. We might not rescue the kid, but... You know what's funny is, after looking at this, writing this adventure and looking at it for so many hours, I never once thought of that reference. Oh shoot! And now that's stuck in my head. <laughs> you're now welcome. it's all you're going to be able to think about. Yeah, exactly. Now there's a cod piece involved. I was going to exactly. say, do we have to rescue the cod piece as well? You yeah. do. You do. That's a side quest. Baby. Yeah, that's a side quest. The sun is actually a side quest. The cod piece is the main quest. Writing down so, cod piece. Yeah. <laughs> so, the cod piece. <laughs> you guys have been tasked with going into the goblin nest and retrieving alive the Baron's son. Because as part of a traditional goblin uh, birthday celebration, which is happening tonight, the Baron's son will be served as the main course of the dinner. So, get in there, get the kid, get out, all before dinner time. Okay. Right. How right. old is the child? I don't know, it doesn't matter. Old enough to know better. <laughs> Guys, we are so lucky that Plim did not play tonight because she would have eaten that kid. Oh. I mean, I haven't ruled it out yet. Before dinner time means, like, right up to the cutoff point, slash the carving point, slash the kid is pulled baby. You have to return with hopefully a full person. So that seems really specific and kind of rude. Like when you say full person, like all the pieces, or Billy's, do they have to be connected? Billy, have you do ever you, been to a hog roast? I have not. I have not. 
But the Baron was very specific. He wants an intact heir. All right. Do we know the kid's name? Um, sure. Just got it. Codpiece. There you go. It's a little baby codpiece. Well, Codpiece Junior. Codpiece Junior. Oh, okay. So the codpiece is his family name. Exactly. All right. So you guys have been traveling for the last few days because the Goblin Celebration lasts for a week. You got here on the very last, you know, afternoon of the very last day, and you emerge from the woods, and you find the probably the most beautiful glade you've seen. There's sunlight streaming in, and there's butterflies floating over the green grass, and there's even a waterfall splashing down, and there's a river going in front of you. And then just beyond that, you can see there's a, a big stone wall, and right in the middle of it is the entrance to the Goblin Cave. Well, it can't be that easy. Let's proceed. <laughs> you guys have just come out of the woods and caught first sight of the entrance to the Goblin Cave. Uh, big guy, uh, go in. Uh, just uh, go in, announce yourself, yell surprise. Oh, oh yeah, all right. And I'll head towards oh, the entrance. On. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I... Oh, sorry, I had to uh, I had to roll the name of my god real quick so I knew who I was worshipping. Uh... <clears throat> Hold on! We must seek the blessing of Akdur first. Look at the glade around us. Look at the bounty of nature. And uh, frankly, I think we all need to take a minute and tithe. He kind of holds out his hand expectantly. Uh, to Akdur for leading us to the goblins so quickly. <clears throat> <laughs> Fucking heresy. Um, High five, and I slap his hand, and I head towards the hole or the entrance. Hogdor, god of jealousy, master of all pissant and petty actions, we beseech thee to kick these goblins right in their heretical junk and rescue young codpiece that we may be gifted thine precious golden actual codpieces. Uh, for our holy rites. Amen. That's right, I'm a cleric of Akdor, the god of jealousy and pettiness. <laughs> I like that. I like that. He was the god that was always picked last at kickball. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. It's, it's the god I both wanted and deserved. Yeah. All right, so I think, um... Bloodfist is striding towards the uh, the entrance. Is anyone else following, or are we just kind of yeah, hanging back? I'm going to make a jerking off motion with my hand at the cleric, and then um, <laughs> head after Bloodfist. Very good. All right. So you um, you splash through this beautiful stream, and there's even like little green fish kind of jumping out, you know, sparkling in the sunlight. And as you get closer to the goblin cave entrance, you notice a few uh, sloppily constructed wooden barricades. So not very strong, but very sharp and pointy. I would like to grab 
the barricade by the sharpened pointing parts that it's so that it's not poking me and I would like to move it out of the way. All right. As you do that, you you grab it. It's not it's not that heavy and you're you're a big beefy boy. Yeah. You start moving it. As soon as you do, you realize you have uh, just uncovered a pile of sleeping goblins. They were supposed to be on goblin guard duty, but they were actually sleeping in a little dog pile behind the barricade. I'm going to look back at everybody. Shh, the little ones are asleep. <laughs> and actually, when you say that, one of them starts to perk up. I'll just bop them on the head. On Go head. back to sleep. Blood fist. Wait, blood fist to the head. Are they? You know they're, they're underneath a wooden barricade. Is that correct? They're behind it, but yeah. Cool. Uh, my friend, come come here. I motion for for uh, blood fist. Blood, blood fist. Thank you. I motion for blood fist to come towards me. And okay. what, I'm gonna walk over with the barricade still in hand. No, no. Put the <laughs> put the barricade back. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, smart. Okay, now I'm going to cast burn on the barricade. Oh. Okay. okay. So Shit. I I believe that it cost me one mana, and I, I if I it's tell me if I'm wrong here, Mister Mister Game Creator, God as it were. Uh, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Can I catch the entire barricade on fire and also the goblins? That's what I want to do. Ah, I see. Um, yeah, yeah, you can do that. I would say you can, if they're close enough together, it'll just kind of all hit at the same time. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. And you know what? Um, they're just a bunch of sleeping nothings, and that's just a pile of wood, so I would say you don't even have to roll for this. This is an easy one. So why don't you... Let me see. I need to bring something up here. Can you roll for, like, morality or the the nightmares he's going to have of <laughs> goblins screaming in the fire as they burn to death. I'm a wizard. Uh, Do you think this is the first no, pile no, of goblins I've I've caught on fire? <laughs> you are absolutely correct, sir. That's a good point. So yeah, um, go ahead and roll me 1d3, um, uh, and that will determine how much damage it does. It's a, I'm just going to say it's an auto-success for the spell. You're just determining the damage. That is a 1. Oh, okay. So, you have successfully awakened the goblins, that's for sure. They all spring up, shouting goblin, goblin gibberish, you know, as they do. Um, we'll say that one of them, who was uh, on the very top of the pile, he caught the worst of it. So he kind of runs off a few feet and then just, and that's it for him. <laughs> Uh, the other, the other three, they got singed, but not quite badly as burned. So they each take a little damage, and you now have their full attention, and they are not happy. Uh, just gonna jump right into it. Everybody, roll me initiative, okay. and that is one d six, and you add your spirit score. Six. And that's a Five. six total. Yes. Five. Uh, who, who, who rolled a six? I'm sorry. I got a six. Okay, Pashki? Yep. All right. And, and uh, Kevin, you got a five? I got a five, yes. I okay. also got a five. Ooh, nice. I got a three. Woo! All right. <laughs> All right. In that case, 
Mr. Paschke, you can go first. All right, so I have burned them slightly. Uh... Tell me uh, whereabouts you are in relation to the scene. Oh, I, I'm trying to stand as far away from the actual action as possible. Why would I get my own personal hands dirty if I can help it? I thought the fire was going to be an easy fix for this situation. Clearly, um, not. As wizards usually do. Yeah. Um, blood pack is passive. Um, I can't. I'm already at full health, so that wouldn't help me. Um, I don't need to resurrect anything. Um, you know, I'm just going to cast burn again on the burning okay. things. You know, I don't know uh, if it's marked on your character sheet. Uh, what kind of a weapon do you have? I believe I have a wand. Uh, okay. Yeah, I have a rune staff uh, that okay. uh, weight two, damage three. Okay, great. So the way that um, some magic weapons work, and this is specifically for characters like yours, um, who usually aren't swinging a sword or anything, right. um, your your wizard staff can actually count as a medium weapon, and you can cast a ranged attack with it if you like. Okay, I would like to. So, I would like to do that. So um, it's a ranged magic attack, um, and it's for, uh, you said you have a staff, right? So it's going to be a little bit bigger. So we'll say that's a medium weapon, so it'll do three damage. Okay. Um, it doesn't cost any, it doesn't cost any, like, mana to use it, even though it's a kind of a magic-based thing. It's just basically, like, think of it like firing a bow, but with, a, you know, you're hitting it with a stick. So okay. that way you have a little more versatility. Nice. All right, so. Yeah, yeah. You want to give that one a shot? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so what do we need to roll then? Um, the dive uh, you roll mind. Mind. Fantastic. Yeah, because you are making a magic attack. So that's four, so four dice total. Oh, wow, yeah, four uh, four minds. Nice. Yeah. Or wait, no, yeah, four minds. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, sounds good. And you're looking for one six. A single six, sorry. A six. So my lack of a single six. Um, if I add two of my dice together, it would equal a six. Sounds good to me. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Unfor yeah, <laughs> that does sound good. Maybe that'll be in TLD 2.0. Okay, so, so nothing um, for me? So yeah, they're uh, maybe they're just too erratic and they're jumping all around and you're a little too far, so you're... you're uh, uh, legally distinct magic missile just goes off a little bit and doesn't quite doesn't quite hit. But um, your original immolation that you cast was before the battle started, so I kind of counted it as a surprise attack. So since each person gets two actions per combat round, that was your first action. You have another thing you can do if you like, whether it's move, attack, um, you know, dodge, parry, whatever you like. Uh, so if I were to go with dodge, basically, if they try to attack me, I'm preemptively dodging it. Gives you a plus one uh, to your attempt to dodge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll think it does. If you are far enough away, if you are far enough away, you know, you might not have to worry about it, but that's completely up to you. I mean, it's early. I am a wizard, yeah. and I can let everyone else do the dirty work. That's not my place. Yeah. 
Well, we don't want to uh, to get too squishy too soon, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So dodge, you just kind of declare it, and if someone is yeah. going to uh, do a ranged attack on you, or an attack on you next turn, we'll apply that 1D to your attempt to evade them. You have to yell dodge when yeah, you do it. Yeah, I, I just yeah. yell it. Dodge! Very important. <laughs> Very important. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, actually, next in the order is the goblins. Um, and I think that Mr. Bloodfist was the only one that was in melee range, right? Yeah. And then uh, everyone else was kind of back in the same area. All right, well, goblins are nothing if not opportunistic. So they are just going to try to go straight for you, Mr. Bloodfist. Um, goblin number one. Oh, and let me see. Just as a cool little thing. I don't know how um, well everyone, all the viewers are going to be able to see this, but an illustration in the book of what the goblins look like. Ooh. So they're very handsome fellows. And this is uh, by guest artist Michael Harmon. So oh, nice. he did a real fantastic job with that. Actually, there's a ton of goblins in this book, so they have a bunch of different looks, but I like that one best. <laughs> All right, so you have a trio of angry, smoking goblins, and they are coming for purple leather. All right, the first one is actually going to just straight up try to jump on your like torso and try to bite you right on the face. Come so, on, puppies. <laughs> yeah, puppies. So, and you know what? In fact, he because um, <laughs> goblins are usually only about two to three feet tall. They're pretty small and you're pretty big. So yeah. I'm I'm picturing one goblin does like the all fours and the other goblin gets on his back and then jumps on you. I got you, team effort. So yeah, a little trampoline action. All right, so he is going nice. to uh, attempt to bite you. Um, and when you're evading an attack, you can do two things. If you're going to physically try to stop it, like block it with a shield or something like that, you would roll body. Um, okay. If you want to try to evade it or be kind of dexterous, then you would use spirit. I imagine this would be body, but, you know, it's up to you. Yeah, I'm probably going to do body. I don't have a shield, uh, but I'll probably try to just, <clears throat> you know, block him with my form okay. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, four dice? Uh, uh, if four you're is Yep, yeah. perfect. Okay. And you're looking for a six. No sixes. No One, six. two, three, and four. Yeah. He was too quick for you. So he gets a good bite. Um, do you happen to be wearing any armor? I am. I'm wearing uh, hide armor and where okay. is it? Oh, uh, d- 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 armor rating four, I guess is what it says. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So it's when you do take damage, it's your choice. Um, you can either take the damage or you can scratch off a point of your armor and it will soak all the damage from that one source. Oh, we're going to soak it. Yeah. Goblins, this goblin only does one point of damage, so Mm. I don't know if Big Beefy will look at or take it, but it's up to you. I'll take that. I can take the point of damage. I'm going to keep my armor up. Okay. Yeah. All right, sounds good. And the the other two goblins are actually going to do a little maneuver where one of them is going to bear hug you right around the knees. Mm-hmm. And then the third goblin is actually going to try to grab you like by the hair backwards and pull you backwards. So they're trying to knock you down so that you're more vulnerable on the next round. Oh, cool. So, I hate yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're vicious. Um, so uh, that I'm counting basically 
both of those moves as one combo attack. So if you give me one roll, you can try to avoid that one attack. Okay. And that's a body uh, roll as yeah. well? Yeah, let's do body. My dice All right. tonight. Down you go, my friends. All right. So you didn't take any damage on that one, but you are now lying prone with three goblins attached to you. And... This tickles. I don't like it. <laughs> All right. And uh, next up in the order is Kevin. No, wait. Yeah. Just... Oh, yeah, me. Okay. Yeah, you. Um, well, uh, I still have one on me, right? <clears throat> then I have one wrapped around my legs, and then the other one had pulled me by the hair. I would like yeah. to take the one that's on me and hit the one uh, uh, at my legs with him. Nice. So use him as a... Nice. Yeah. Uh, I like so, that. So that's uh, body? Yeah. Yeah, that's then, body. I'm so just counting need, it as a melee attack. And I need two of them for crit dice, right? So the way the crits work is two of your dice in any dice pool that you roll are going to be your crit dice. So they're not in addition to, they just are two of right. your dice, a specific right. pair. Um, and you know what, since um, since it's so easy for you to grab one and it's so easy for you to re one you're hitting, go ahead and add one die to that because this is a pretty easy one for you. Okay. So just add an extra die. All right. Uh, that is two sixes, but not on the crit. All right, very good. So you, this is easy for you. Yeah, you grab him and you just wonk him right across the head. And it knocks the uh, the guy who was on your knees, it knocks him several feet away. Perfect. And now you have a uh, an improvised weapon in your hand. So you have one more action left. Um, can I swing back and try to hit the one that pulled me by the hair? Sure can. Yeah, give me another roll. This one is going to be without the extra because you're kind of doing that. Gotcha. Ooh, I got a one on the crit die. Okay, but uh, what was on the other crit die? Uh, Not a six-star one. No. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, that's just a, a regular failure, so uh, that's okay. Not too okay. bad. We'll All say right. he, you know what? He slips out of your grip on accident, so you actually just launch him several feet like backwards like back towards the party uh i'm assuming that they were facing like kind of perpendicular so okay all right yeah all right and uh bridget miss yeah. asima, asima so I, am, I am going to try to get closer so i can use my crazy jagged scimitar on one of these ones all right now, let's see that one is a 4d6 for attack and i did get one six all right yeah uh which one would you like to attack um let's go for feetsy okay sounds good yeah um how much uh how much damage does your scimitar do so my scimitar, kind of it's a medium weapon uh damage three all right cool Actually, with that and the um, the burning that he took earlier, yeah, that's a that's a one hit kill for you. Woohoo! So yeah, you slice him and he goes right off. Yeah. All right. Um, and you still have one more action. Even though I moved first. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I did. You're right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Mr. B, you are up. Extra action. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the Archbishop 
reaches down and whips off his robes, revealing so that this old weird man is totally yoked and wearing like full <laughs> battle plate, uh, including like he reaches up on him, slams down a tower shield and lifts a flaming mace. Uh, oh, nice! That just nice. like covered in like blue and purple flame into the air. None of this. This is all cosmetic, by the way. But uh, the god of jealousy is like specializes in making people like, oh fuck, I want that mace. Um, that totally makes sense. I like that. So yeah. it has like a bonus to make people envious. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, so he kind of wades forward now. Completely like now that he has done his mecha transformation <laughs> and uh uh begins shouting uh holy lit litanies of pettiness as he brings his mace down on the uh on the knees of the goblin holding the other goblin up. Oh wow, all right. So he's Go like, ahead. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and give me a body roll, please. And let's see here. Uh, my mace, mm -hmm. there it is, says I get a roll 46 for attack. Is it because of your body score or what's uh... uh It just says my body score is two. Mm -hmm. it, but uh, it says on my character sheet, medium weapon, weight two, damage three, roll 46 for attack. I think that's something Ian added for okay. you, but you know what? I like it, so go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that is... Uh, no successes. No, really? Yeah, no successes. Right. You know, maybe you took so much time posturing and posing that he was just, like, not surprised at all, and he just kind of stepped back. <laughs> you know? Nice. He's like, yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah, yeah. I have a second second move. Yep, so yep. um as he's as he's like you know being a little cunt about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to like he, he steps back. I'm like, okay, then I'm going to upswing uh on the reverse. Nice. And uh nope, no successes. Oh wow. Brutal. Wow. All right. I uh, think I maybe cool. you That's do. I, the important thing. <laughs> I think you put all your points into cool and none of them into actual action. <laughs> so, I am a good cleric of uh, jealousy. Actor, the god of jealousy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, back up to the top is Mr. Pashki. Fantastic. Okay. Jasper. So I have not really dodged some sounds of it. Um, yeah. The dodge, uh, I'll just say, it can kind of just sit there until it's actually needed. You don't have to like keep concentrating it on or anything. We'll just we'll remember and we'll keep it off to the side. But if I Roll do forward. both of my actions towards more dodges, I'm uh, I'm untouchable. So you want to like try to stack dodges? Can I stack dodges? <laughs> uh, dodge does not stack. Well, yeah. Fine. Okay. <laughs> then I. How many goblins are left? We've killed two. Yeah, there's only the one left. There's only the one left. Yeah. Oh, these guys have got it. I, are, you, are you sure I can't just stack dodge? 
I will do another <laughs> not magic missile at the, the sole surviving go goblin. All right, cool. Give me a roll, please. All right, come on, kill it. Hey, look, there's a six, and it's not nice. on one of my colored dice that you said would be the. It doesn't matter. Okay, cool. Well, I got the one six. Yeah. All right, yeah. You you know, so entranced by these like purple flames coming off of this this yoked old paladin that he doesn't even see it coming, and you just blast him right, and he just goes down in a smoking heap. So that's two, and that's the last goblin for the entrance. <laughs> you keep and, in score, I like that. Yeah, and one for uh, uh, I'll, I'll also take Let's that other say. point if that's okay. <laughs> He's gonna claim your kill, blood fist. No, I'm gonna pick myself <laughs> up and dust myself <laughs> off. I believe yeah. it was teamwork. Yeah. I, th I like to think that, that, made this, that made it the dream work. Yeah, exactly. You're here for motivational purposes, aren't you? Not actual fighting. Yeah, I like that. All right, cool. So you cleared out that tiny little guard group in front. Uh, How would you like to proceed? Should we keep going or? I don't like these little guys. Codpiece? Yeah. I mean, yeah. what has Codpiece ever done for us? Yeah, pass. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah. pass. Maybe one of these Goblins was Codpiece. I don't know. <laughs> you can one of them often do look like Goblins. That's all I'm saying. That's true. But going by the, uh, the Monty Python rule of how to tell if someone is royalty, Codpiece doesn't have any shit on him, so you haven't seen him yet. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I guess go in the hole. Yeah, right. going in the hole. Going in the hole. Everyone following, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. So as you approach the mouth of the cave, um, it's very, very dim. Um, and it takes your eyes a minute to adjust, um, and you're hit with a f the foul smell of goblin habitation. They're not the yes, they're not the cleanest of beasts. Um, and you also can hear uh, from just around the corner because the the tunnel from the cave it kind of just bends around a little bit. You can hear uh, angry voices. It sounds like. Uh, a couple of goblins maybe having some kind of an argument or, or something. You hear some kind of angry voices and uh, uh, the crackle of firewood. They don't sound happy over there. Does it sound like they're cooking a child? It does not. Okay. There are no child I'm... cooking noises. Okay. Uh, so I and my skill have runes. Can I divine where where cod piece is can i feel out where where the cod piece would be in this in this cave i think that if you had some runes or symbols to try to decipher that might work but just based on you're not seeing anything that your knowledge could apply to i don't think not yet so if i took the bag of runes could i read the bones of the goblin that we killed Oh, you uh, you want to take the time to debone a goblin and try to cast some bones? I mean, yes. I, I mean, okay, let me rephrase. I know that you would like to do that, 
Yes. Just because, but because if that's what you want to do, I mean, yeah. knowing knowing what you know about um, goblin caves and, and homes, um, he's definitely in there somewhere in like a side tunnel or something. They're not they're not gonna put him under a secret trap door hidden behind a thing on top of a thing. It's like he's probably gonna be sitting in a dirty corner, you know. Okay. But it's, of course, up to you. you do, you, do you all mind if I just, uh, for, for just one moment, one, one second, second, just a jiffy here, and I start to. Like... I would be furious if you did not. <laughs> <You're sure. laughs> As I, I'm ripping open the sternum of a goblin to get to its rib cage, I'll, I'll need some of those. I'll need, I'll need the toes as well. I need to, yeah. goblins don't wear f- shoes. That's somehow makes it harder to get the cartilage off. Ah, there we go. Got some toe bones and uh, Macy, M- Mr. Bernie Mace, Bernie Macy Murdoch. Can I need three pieces of the skull? Do you, can you come and just there? Can you take the and hit it here? Right there. Bloodfist looks confused. I, beer. No. Uh, no. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Duke. This, this is for dodging my attack. Uh, I channel my pettiness <laughs> into my strike and shatter that skull like a big boy. <laughs> I take out three pieces and I add them to my my collection of goblin bones. So, do we think I have enough, or should I keep going? Keep going. I think you have plenty. Oh. I was gonna I was gonna turn the corpse into like a turducken situation with other smaller goblins we find inside the cave. So it's I like up to that. You. Yeah, I like that. Kind of a, a goblin Wellington situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that. You guys can stand here and dismember goblins as long as you want. I'm just the DM. So, so I recently was on the internets and I saw a video where someone was talking about owl bears and how they leave pellets, and owls leave pellets because they're regurgitating the bones of their prey. And basically, if you had a necromancer that just like followed around an owl bear long enough, you would have pocket-sized things to reanimate dead with. And That's cool. You know, I really appreciate the little, little, little not TikTok thing on Instagram. Um, I don't know who made it because I forget things. Um, but yeah, somehow I found it relevant. Anyways, so I would like to divine the bones to see um, where Codpiece is, hoping that these goblins will tell me. So that would be mine. Um, okay, before you roll. Yes. What, what exactly are you trying to get? I mean... You can't get like a map or anything. So what is it that you're, what kind of information are you looking for? Um, so if I can't get a map, can I get like, how from, a, from a mechanical uh, point of view, can we get advantage on roles regarding navigating the cave? You know what? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your rooniness, I think is going to come in handy in a more of a navigational sense instead of a X marks the spot sense. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it'll be like um, if you specifically uh, want to later try to figure out like do we go this way or that way? Maybe you'll kind of get a feeling of you know 
a Gandalf thing, like, oh, always follow your nose this way. It smells fresher kind of a thing, you know? Okay. Just like Toucan Sam finding the Fruit Loops. There you go. Is Toucan a modern go. reinterpretation of Gandalf? I mean, it is now. Did he lead oh, Lucky to um, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory to destroy the... the I, I'm really trying here. <laughs> You know yeah. what, with how many special features there are on the Lord of the Rings bonus DVDs, that probably is in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So would it be my my uh, mind plus the the uh, D, plus one D one to the rune skill? So yeah. Five sure. Total? Sure. Okay. I like this. Come on. You know that is one six. That's good enough for me. All also, right. Also almost two, but then the other one fell over. Ah. Oh. Yeah, that works. That works for me. I like it. Okay, awesome. All right, so we'll just say that from now on, as you're navigating, um, uh, you're going to have a 1D advantage when you're trying to figure out, like, do I go this way or that way kind of a thing. Okay. All right. So now that we have deboned a goblin, uh, how would you guys like to proceed? <laughs> Uh, should we navigate the cave? We have a uh, 1D advantage on that now. Yeah, we should probably yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah that's. Well, as as you guys are standing right now, you're pretty much just at the very ends of the cave, and there's just one path leading in kind of around a corner, and you can hear the goblins and see a small firelight glow, and that's about it for now. I just want to point out that uh, I've started a prediction in the chat for this. Uh, you can predict on whether or not we will save a cod piece. Uh, the answers are yes, no, and a third, a third, what I think probably pretty likely option. Yeah, it was the obvious choice. Yeah. Well, now I'm curious. Right. We'll see what happens. So I've got great news, guys. We can, uh, I think we can just go straight here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We could leave the cave. <laughs> that's, that's also an option. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go in. Let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Let's go into this cave. Heading heading forward. All right. I'm assuming Mr. Bloodfist is in the lead. So as he rounds this corner, he sees <clears throat> he sees a small cavern, and right in front of you, around the corner, you see uh, two goblins, and they're each sitting on a giant glowing toadstool as a chair, and in between them is like a a barrel, like an overturned barrel, and they seem to be arguing over something. It looks like they're playing like a little game, like stacking rocks or something. And you know, one of them is arguing like, "Oh, you," that kind of a thing. So they're arguing intensely with each other. They haven't noticed you yet. Um, the room is kind of haphazardly stacked with like boxes and crates. Looks like old loot or something. Uh, in the corner, there's a small campfire, and there's a few like of those tiny green fish from the river, and there's there's a string going through the gills, and they're kind of roasting them over the fire. Uh, and then in another corner, you can see what looks like um, uh, a wolf, and he has a rope around his neck, and it's kind of driven with a stick into the ground, and he's sleeping on his little his little place next to the fire. And unless you want to venture in more and take another peek, that's about all you can see from where you are. Because I'm, I'm assuming you're not just striding into the middle of the room. You know, you're kind of being a little bit cautious, at least. 
Uh, but we all can see this, or do I need to relay the, yeah, the information? Fine. They, you, yeah. you just you tell them, yeah. Should should I go in there and get kill him? Yeah. <laughs> You're just gonna kill. You know, I got a better idea. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm gonna cast strange whispers on uh, on Kevin over there. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna read strange whispers just so everyone else knows exactly how it works. All right, Strange Whispers. For one hour, the target may communicate with an animal, spirit, unholy creature, or fluently use a foreign language. So, I'm guessing you're casting, like, a spell so that he can understand Gobbish. Bridget, were you whispering, uh, were you humming careless whispers? Yes, yes. (laughs) I like that, I like that, yeah. Uh, now I want him to, to talk to this wolf. Maybe we can get this wolf on our side. Oh, nice. okay. Nice. And you're picking the most eloquent member of the party too. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, right. I want to see how this goes. All right. Well, you know the 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 spell strange whispers. That's an easy one. He's your friend. He's not resisting at all. So yeah, I'm gonna say the spell goes through without a hitch. Um, mark off one uh, one mana for the use of it though. And uh, Mr. Bloodfist. Mm-hmm. For the next hour, you can now communicate fluently with a wolf. Oh. Oh, that that tickled. Um, <laughs> excuse me, uh, Mr. Uh, puppy Dog. Uh, you're cute. Um, what? Uh, why are you tied up? Um. Okay, two things. One, the wolf looks confused as shit. <laughs> he definitely understands you. He definitely, but he's like, hmm? <laughs> you know, and he he gives you a little kind of growl that translates to like, these guys keep me locked up so I can attack people like you. And then at the right. same at the same moment, since you're literally standing in the room growling. Both of the goblins stop what they're doing and go, huh? And they look confused as shit also. You two shut up. We're t- I'm talking to the dog. No, listen. <laughs> I, I'm i a friend. Bloodfist, I'm a friend of yours. I mean, uh, do you really want to attack me or do you want to hang out with these little guys? And you know what? He's, he says, uh, he kind of bows his head like this mm-hmm. and he says, I recognize a fellow hunter, but if I don't eat you, I don't eat. And he starts growling at you. So, as I oh, hang on, hang on. Um, in my inventory, I have yes. a small pot of goose grease, whatever the hell that means. Um, it says, uh, are you sure? I mean, it smells like corpse grease to me, whatever. If I pull this little pot out, I was like, I have, I have some food. I mean, after this, we can, you know, we can go get an elk or something. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll give you scritches. We'll, you know, we could we could be homies or whatever. I mean, but I mean, <laughs> just for now, we can't understand. We can't understand yes. what he's saying, right? No. You know, all I know is he's got a jar of goose grease out for some reason. Yeah. We don't know what's happening. And are you going to fuck the wolf? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look back. I'm like, no. 
No. <laughs> this is goose grease, not wolf grease. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's like woo is loo. Yeah. And as Grease I'm doing this, I'm, I'm like, I'm walking towards the, towards the wolf with the little pot of oh, goose no. grease out, and yeah, you know, completely disregarding the 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 goblins right now. So. All right. Um, uh, so what are you, what are you actually proposing to the wolf? I, I am proposing that if he's on our side, wait, you gotta us... say it in um, in wolfish character. Um, first off, what's your name, bud? He says, I'm a fucking wolf. I don't have a name. Can I give you a name? <laughs> um, how about Max? Max sounds like a good name for a wolf. He's wagging right. his tail. He's you wagging want some of this goose grease? Yeah, when was the last time you ate? Are they not feeding you? No. Uh, okay. said, they now, feed me intruders. But we're friends. I mean, I'm, I'm talking to you, and these are my friends too. So he um, likes it. His tail's wagging. Okay, so I will I will set the 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 pot of goose grease down in front of him, and I'm gonna pull the steak up. Oh, oh, wait, no! Before I pull the steak up, uh, the the other guys, the the ones that don't look like goblins, these guys right here. Everybody wave. Um, these guys, these are my friends. Okay. It's okay. It's going good with Max, but in this amount of time, the goblins have definitely got over their shock, and they're pissed off. Okay. So um, they they run and grab their like shoddy weapons that were next to the fire, and they start marching towards you, um, shouting angry goblin things. You know, like. So I'll set the pot down. Um, and I'll pull the stake up, and then I'll turn around and pull out my uh, gore-drenched flail. Ooh. Tell me about this gore-drenched flail. Uh, it is a uh, weight of two, a damage of four, and it says uh, 46 to attack. So I guess How much just of that big... weight is gore? Mostly, mostly. I, I, I don't clean it off. I mean, it's it's kind of like a uh, uh, it's like a trophy, like a like a like a point of prize. Like, yeah, look, yeah. Look at all this. All I this. believe it's a well seasoned flail. Well seasoned. I, I believe yeah. Ian gave us an extra point on our like main weapon attacks just to kind of grease the adventure along uh, last time, okay. and uh, I think that's why we have some forty sixes up in. Yeah. yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. I think well, he actually, last time you guys played, he he changed a little bit of the the actions economy and stuff which is fine this the whole spirit of this game is make it your own and have some fun with it you know yeah so yeah gore drenched flail hey i'm assuming it used to be a light weapon and now it's a heavy weapon because there's so much gore on it yeah it's just so, covered nice. in you know dried blood yeah it's an yeah yeah stuff. so you said um what were you lifting i'm sorry what were you saying you pulled something oh, uh, out the the stake that was holding max oh got it okay cool okay so, so um yeah, so just to, yeah. to recap, I'm I'm putting the goose uh grease down for Max to eat. I'm gonna pull the steak up because he's coming with us. As soon I mean, as you pull the steak up, as uh -huh. the moment you pull the steak up, like a lightning bolt, he is on those goblins. And All right. he he just he, the first one, it maybe takes three seconds and he rips this guy's or shreds. And you can tell there's a lot of pent up aggression here. Mm -hmm. And as he's like tearing this guy up, and then he like gets ready and he growls at the last one. The last one just takes off. He throw he literally throws his weapon down and runs further into the cave. Oh, that went well. <laughs>
Good job, Max. And I'll give him a good scratch. Um, he's, he's, there's his tail wagging, you know. Oh yeah. By the way, Max, we're looking for a for a little uh, a, a one smaller than us. Uh, uh, the the goblins took him from. Uh, they brought him in. Uh, he's, oh 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 yeah 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 the Baron's son yeah codpiece. You know an awful lot about what's going on. Yeah yeah him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you know where he's at? He's he's his. Is it, you know what? I don't, I haven't seen him. I've just heard him talking about him, but there's a weird smell that I've picked up on in the last couple of days. Not you. Oh, okay. Good. But he smells kind of like you. Oh. So I think maybe that might be the direction they have him. You guys get that? Kind of knows where he, no, you guys don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming you're going to translate all this or do oh, you just yeah. want to leave him in the dark? No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell him as best as I could possibly translate from okay. wolf to human to them. Yeah. Um, okay. He kind of knows where the guy is, and uh, we could probably find him. He's somewhere in here when we can get get going. Um, All right. Max, I just want to let you know, you're a good guy. I like you. I don't know how long, much longer I'm gonna be able to talk to you like this, but I really feel good about this bond we have. Scratch. All right. Come on. All right. Cool. 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 All right. Well. Now everyone else can play the game. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome, man. That was awesome. All right, so I'm assuming you're gonna kind of let him lead you where you want to go. I'm gonna still describe the rooms and present the choices, but you know, you can do what you like with it. Yeah, that way you I know if there's other rooms. Okay, cool. So he, um, in this room now that you know the scene is cleared, you see that there's two paths, but he definitely points you down one. He says, "It's it's this way. It's this way." You know, so he's going to take you into the next room. Um, he pauses so that I can do my room description. Um, this this room, you see um, more of those glowing blue mushrooms. Um, they're small ones and they kind of dot the walls and the ceilings. So the cave is starting to get this kind of soft, eerie blue glow. Um, and you notice immediately the, the very distinct uh, acrid smell of goblin blood um, coming from just a little further in this cave complex. And you also notice uh, in the glowing light, there's little silvery blue strands kind of starting to appear on the walls. And you realize that much of the ceiling in this room is covered with spider webs. And they're kind of going across the ceiling and leading further down into the, the tunnel further into the cave complex. Um, and he, uh, he, okay, and then there's one path to your left. Um, there's a path pretty much directly in front of you. And then there's a path kind of almost like a U-turn to the right, you know? So you have three paths in front of you. And he's he kind of sniffs around and he says, uh, I think it's stronger this way. And he's sniffing around, he says, but I think there's some other some other stuff here too, but I can't tell what it is. So he's pointing you towards the rightmost path, but he's saying there's also some other stuff happening in there, but I can't tell what it is. I'm gonna so, relay this to everybody else in the yeah, group. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, do you just want to follow him, or do you want to explore a little, or it's up to you? I think we should follow. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, he's gonna short get cut you through a lot of this stuff. Okay. Cool. So, <laughs> so he's gonna head. Does, he's gonna real quick. Does the uh -huh. wolf also get our advantage by one die? <laughs> Are you worried we're gonna kill the the wolf? I think I think your wolf basically is a walking advantage. Yeah. But could um, it be a more of an advantage? <laughs> yeah, you gonna you want him to be like, oh wait a minute, let me draw you a map, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So you guys, you take one of the tunnels that he suggests, and you head down like a a short flight of stone steps, and. He stops immediately at the bottom of the steps and he says, he says, there's a lot of goblins here. And you look and he's brought you into a huge cavern. And it's, it's one of the main like gathering areas for the goblin camp. And it's like, almost like the mines of Moria, you know, where there's like giant pillars and it's like, it's it's so far that you can't really see the edges of the room, except you notice um, right as you come out of the stair step, a few feet off to the side, there's a, a bedroll, and there's a sleeping goblin in the bedroll, and then a few feet past that, there's another one. You know, and it might be empty or not. You can't tell. And as you look around, you notice oh, there's a tiny campfire over there, and there's a little pile of goblin shit over there, and there's someone's prized possession it's like a stick with a rock on it over there so you realize you found the main goblin camp area where they sleep or hang out um and without exploring further into the room that's that's what you can see at the moment but it's huge you get the sense there's probably branches there's probably things but without at least taking some steps that's pretty much what you can see right now can we all hide oh wait yeah. Can, can we all can we all hide for just a moment? I think I think I'm going to clear this room. Just everyone sit tight. Uh, what I would like to do is use my ability. Um, where was it? I just saw it. I just saw it. Stickly wind or yeah. Ooh, sickly wind. Yeah. Sickly wind. Everyone within seventy feet of the. Um, caster makes a body save uh, test. Anyone that fails gets poisoned uh, uh, 1d3 damage. So I would like to sickly wind this entire room. Okay. Keep in mind uh, you can do that. But it does specify everyone within 70 feet. Is going to have to make a body test. I'm Mr. telling Matsky, you, I yeah. just want to point out that if you don't do this, I will be so disappointed in you. Yeah, I, I just, I just told the party and character sit back, hide. I'm going to go clear the room. Okay. So I basically just, uh, oh gosh, it, uh, I shouldn't have eaten <laughs> all of that. They said it was as big as your head, the burrito. I mean. <laughs> And they said if I finished it, I would get a t-shirt. And it, the spiciest part was the jalapenos on top. That sauce was nothing. And they never gave me the... 
he became both Rick and Morty at the same time. Yeah, it was impressive. It was very good. You're an inspiration. A great A dad joke right here. <laughs> so that's oh, how we clear the room. That's the content they need to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, that definitely clears the room. I'll say that. Hey, yeah. I'm looking at the numbers. We just got 20 more subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's what they're here is, is burrito fart-based humor. See, yeah. it connects that's... everyone together. You but know? I actually mm -hmm. never got that t-shirt from the Hot Burrito Challenge at the local Columbus place. Just saying. Oh, no. I mowed a shirt. Instead of a t-shirt, instead of a t-shirt, they should have given you a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the hemorrhoids weren't too bad, so... All right, so I'm. You know what? What does it look like? Can you actually see this? <laughs> well, I'm curious. So a wizard goes in there with his staff, grabbing at his belly, complaining. You heard the speech. Yeah. I don't need to go over that yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. I could if you really we all want. Heard it. <laughs> um, so <sighs> he goes in, and they're like obviously calling them over with his actions, like getting their attention. They're just like, oh well. The, the idiot came in here we're gonna eat what's wrong with him i don't understand i'm just a little goblin friend buddy i got a pointy thing i guess i could stab him and right as the closest one's getting ready to stab is where he just lets it all out got it okay so you so were kind of you were kind of drawing them all in with your speech oh yeah and then yeah, he knew what he was doing. i like that okay cool um i have never seen anyone use it in quite this way <laughs> And I love that. So I'm going to say that not only is there like a, a cloud of force that ripples out from you and the goblins just fall over, um, mm -hmm. but unbeknownst to you, the goblins that were also clinging to the rocks of the ceiling, sleeping like bats, they now fall from the ceiling and crash at your feet. And so as you clear the room, you're standing there with your staff in the air and it starts raining goblin bodies. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. And you know, maybe he's even doing like air guitar with his staff, right? I love it. So, right. I love it. Yeah. All right, well, and how about this? Because I'm a visual person. All the campfires are now glowing slightly green for some reason, right? So there's like kind of a greenish blue glow in this area. Um, you have unexpectedly cleared this area of the several things that I was trying to pounce on you. <laughs> so uh feel free to explore for the moment if you like um or you can oh but here's the thing your atomic burrito that you just unleashed on this cave yeah had an even greater effect on your wolf friend oh no not and he, he does have a sensitive nose his nose is no use to you now oh for at least a few minutes. That's but the the wolf looks at you, uh, Jasper. Yeah, yeah. And he looks he looks betrayed. 
Yeah, he is like, man, you know I'm a wolf. You know what I got going on here. I was helping you with this nose. And he's just like, I just look yeah. at the wolf and like, I told you to hide while I cleared the room. What part of this did you not understand? Yeah. Um, he he's, just, he's, he's, he's wolf. He, he I should have probably told it, it, them yeah. to. No, no. They understand more than what they let on. Just because they're nonverbal doesn't mean they yeah. don't get it. Listen here, you little four-legged <laughs> son of a bitch. And I mean that your mother is a nice woman. <laughs> I like that there's a, just a tiny bit of like conspiracy theorist mixed in with Jasper now. He's like, you understand. <laughs> All right. So the wolf is going to stick close to you, Mr. Bloody Fist. He, okay. he doesn't quite trust these other guys now. And he's not running off, but he's sticking close to you for the moment. All right. So you have a room full of sick, passed out goblins. What do you guys want to do? Oh, they're just passed out? Yeah. Kill them all one by one. <laughs> if you want, <laughs> if you want. Then yeah, loot the bodies. <laughs> seems like a silly question. We stab them. We debone okay. all of the goblins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Debonification, baby. Okay, so we're going to do like a, a Star Wars montage. And then <laughs> you basically just go to like now you see Jasper standing in a pile of bloody goblin bones. And he's like, done. All right, <laughs> let's divide so the bones. Yeah, so now that you've done all of that, now that you just deboned a shitload of goblins, how I do make my turducken thing. <laughs> of course, of course. Max, I'm assuming you don't want to eat any of these goblins, right? I didn't think so. All right, yeah, no, they're foul. Um, yeah, how, how's, how's that sniffer? How's that snoot doing? No? No, still? All right. Um, well, I, that's all I got. There's a bunch of dead goblins and Max. Um, and then you said that how many other uh, ways were there to go? Um, you know, I'm going to assume that while he was doing this disgusting thing, with the goblin bones, you were kind of scoping out the place. Yeah. So the uh, the flight of stairs you came down. Um, it's a it's a fairly like rectangular shaped room, and you guys came in from kind of the top right. Okay. So you came in from the top right. You can see that uh, directly ahead of you, kind of against the other wall, you see a small like uh, or you see two paths going in two opposite directions. Um, from where you're standing at the stairway, if you look left, immediately to your left... Oh, hi, kitty. Immediately to your left, you can see a stone stairway leading to a room, but then also just past that, you see another pathway where there's a, a rope bridge leading off into the darkness. Can we, uh, can we roll to kind of... Uh see where the bones are leading us uh, towards Codpiece? Sure. Um, yeah, you know what? He's been constructing his big bone thing, and he rolls it, and um, you don't even have to roll. He's the uh, the uh, rope bridge is giving you very strong Codpiece vibes. Nice. Um, before we go, I do make a uh, mask. While he's deboning, I'm making a mask and cloak 
from uh, goblin skins. Oh wow! So is it um, convincing is it or is, is it, it tasteful? No. Is it no 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 no? Is it like your is it like your your convincingly a goblin or is it kind of like? <laughs> Okay. No, so it, like is, it is. Or is it more like a Leatherface thing? It is a hundred percent a Leatherface scenario. Got it. Got it. Okay. Cool. So just for the, just for the hell of it. Uh. Well, to intimidate goblins mostly, but yeah, kind of. Yeah. Got it. Nothing good. I'm not doing anything good or pleasant. Got it. Okay. Cool. I like that. All right. So, um, you get a sense that the rope bridge is kind of the way you need to go. But um, yeah, there are other avenues to explore. So just as a helpful little thing, I drew this. This is where you guys came in. You can see there's the large room. So there's the rope bridge leading downwards. Mm -hmm. There's the two paths you saw kind of in the distance. And there's the path that's kind of right next to you. Closest to you, but you're not sure where it's leading. So, path, rope bridge, path, path. Perfect. All right. You guys just heading straight for the rope bridge? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. I am anyway. All right, cool. Yeah. So, um, as you guys come to the rope bridge, <clears throat> let me see. All right. So as soon as you guys get close to this rope bridge, uh, a few things hit you. One, the sound of rushing water. You definitely can hear what sounds like a river flowing underneath the, uh, underneath the rope bridge, and it sounds like a pretty powerful one, too. Um, also, you notice that the sounds of goblin revelry starting to come from further in the cave complex. So some kind of a wild party or celebration is going on. You can hear what passes for goblin music. You can hear, you know, goblins shouting and drinking and it's fighting. It's Orange Goblin, right? They're listening to Orange Goblin? <laughs> they are. They are. Um, so yeah, you... Uh, oh, and you can faintly smell the, uh, the scent of cooking meat coming from somewhere off in the distance. It occurs to me that we've taken several extra hours to debone goblins. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. No regrets. Yeah, yeah. But think of all the time we saved with just killing every goblin in that room at once. That's Come on. Also, true. also very true. It's like we were so, taking a typing test in the first grade, and they didn't tell us that spelling errors wouldn't count off from your overall time. So then it just became smash, smash, smash. <laughs> I can type a 400 words per minute. <laughs> All right, so we're standing. The party is standing at the, do you call it a foot or a head of a bridge? I don't know. What do you call one end of the bridge? The cockles. There you go. The cockles of the bridge. Yeah. So your guys are standing at the bridge cockles. Bridget, you look angry at me for saying I just, that. It's cockles. <laughs> Such a pleasant word. Yeah. How is Max reacting to the uh, to the rope bridge? Um, excuse me. 
he has regained some of his sense of smell and he he's like this feels like the right way yeah well i mean like is he apprehensive to go across it like or is he yeah yeah you know it just even just looking at this bridge um you can tell that it has the typical level of goblin craftsmanship okay um max also lets you know that it seems this seems like a good direction but the way these caves usually work is they're kind of interconnected by tunnels and there's almost always more than one way into every room so there you go this is the strongest scent i get but it's not the only one that's probably because the air is flowing from several directions okay and then, so that's right. that's the he keeps giving you that warning like every room you ask him about you know because he's trying to be specific but he's letting you know hey i'm a right. dog i smell everything gotcha um and i'll relay this that you yeah. know the whole yeah. part of the, the cavern yeah. so do we want to go across the bridge bridge looks shitty i can't swim yeah, I'm gonna go across the bridge. I'm gonna let him go first. I'm that's a... to... mm -hmm. by all means. All right. So, Mister uh, Mister Paladin is going first. Yep. All right. Cool. Do me a favor, sir. Give me a D6 roll. That's a six. Oh, all right. Okay. My first pass roll of the night. I'm glad yeah, it's that one. It was a good one. So as you go across, lots of creaking, lots of swinging, but you do make it across. And you, the room you're standing in, the cave is dark enough where they can't quite see what you can see. So you guys, there's a little bit of a divide between you guys. You know, not a not a physical wall or anything, but yeah. They're back at the cockles. I'm at the taint. There you go. Exactly. To be, to be technical. Yeah. I thought the taint what... was the part of the bridge you actually walk on. The Grendel. No. That's, Grendel. yeah. Oh. Uh, it's a little confusing, yeah. but um, uh, this, is what, this is what bridge engineers use. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. When you are bridge a learned is, fellow. Bridge is an higher scientist. Okay, yeah. we know this. Olden times. Yeah. That's, yeah. All right, Sometimes so I feel us. like whenever we have a guest on the show, we do our hardest to make sure they never make that mistake again. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay, what do I see? What's uh, what's up? All right, so you see, um, uh, you see a another huge chamber. Um, all right, so you see a huge chamber, and off a little ways, there's a bonfire. And there's some huge animal roasting on the bonfire, like as big as a horse. And it's like, it's sizzling, and there's like drops of fat dropping into the fire, and it's popping, and there's nice. drunk goblins, and they'll run up and like pull a handful of horse meat and start chewing on it and they they have like their cracked bottles of goblin wine and they're singing their goblin songs there's several you know half dozen or so goblins kind of just passed out scattered around the room um there's 
from like openings and side tunnels in the walls, you can hear even more partying echoing in from further in the chambers. So you know there's like even more goblins happening outside this room. Sure. And then almost a beeline all the way across the room, you can see the throne of the goblin king. And you can see now normally goblins are like two to three feet tall. The Goblin King is probably, it's hard to judge by his posture and his distance, but he's a good seven feet tall. And in this light, it's, it, he's kind of slumped on his throne. And your, your best guess is that he's probably not too alert, maybe from a lot of partying. And as he's kind of relaxing on his throne, he's in one arm, he's cuddling a giant brass hammer okay. and he's kind of leaning against it and then next to his throne is a giant brass gong okay. uh, besides now, that you can see that there's a few openings kind of around the room tunnels offshoots that lead but you can't see into them or anything guys i have a quick question for y'all i have two questions for you uh first uh billy these questions aren't for you these are for my for uh for my party Okay. Um, how? First question: How important is saving codpiece to you guys? Not I not your characters, but Axe right now on the so. I mean, I would like to achieve the goal because that is what we've set out to do. So that is what my Charles brain tells me: we should save the child. That is our mission. What do you have? Sway me. I can okay. be swayed. So I have I have something that could po conceivably work and be really cool. It could equally end in my gr very gruesome death. If it doesn't work, not only will I die, but the element of surprise will be gone. But I really want to do it. And I'm a lot of burritos. So, <laughs> what say is the party before I consign us to this? Well, in looking at time, if we're gonna, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. So, yeah. yeah. All right. What would actor do? Billy. Oh yes, sir. Billy. Okay. Cool. Yes, sir. <laughs> sure. Can you hear me? Sir. I oh, okay. stride into the center of the party, brandishing my mace above my head, and I begin orating. I begin extolling the virtues of pettiness, which I believe is a virtue that goblins celebrate. I, uh, as I'm approaching, I'm just talking about how you can get the coolest stuff by being petty, cruel, and jealous. How without jealousy, you won't know whose stuff to take. That my god, Arduk, I believe, <laughs> Arduk is the way to cool shit. And not only that, Arduk will lead us as a community, as brethren, as fellow acolytes and pettiness to raid the bossest shit. For instance, I got this mace. You think I got this fairly? No, Arduk led me 
to seduce my neighbor's wife and steal it while she was asleep from his armory. This is the gift of Arduk. See, Goblin King, mighty Goblin King. You are you are relaxing right now. You are enjoying a party while that dude over there, I point to a random goblin, is wearing really cool pants. Pants that some might say are cooler than yours. Arduk would never allow this. You should never allow this. We can band together except for that guy. Fuck that guy. And we can get out of here and go raid in Arduk's name. I'm trying to mass convert goblins to Arduk's worship. One, I love this idea. Two, goblins do not understand English. So they have been watching this strange flaming man I see speaking, an issue gibberish, with my <laughs> speaking gibberish at them. But he did it with such intensity. It, it should did. inspire them, no matter what language. It, it should break all those bombs. Okay, think about this. Pick a language Wait. that... Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Can I... Can something... Can I roll something to see if Arduk's divine power will through my world? I have translated as a skill. Can I assist? Okay. Um, yeah, no. I like... And... Okay, also, couldn't so, Bloodfist assist with this? Or not uh, not Bloodfist, Kevin's character. He's Blood still fist. got the ability. Bloodfist. Yeah, no, Blood but fist. he can only speak wolf. Yes, he can only speak wolf. Oh, no, I didn't know it was a choice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to say, I, I think it's funny. I, I, I want to say it is funny either way. If I just go in and ramble in gibberish to the goblins, it is equally funny if I start to, and then the wizard goes, wait, what's he doing? Ah, fuck. And like dashes across the bridge <laughs> and starts yelling goblin to translate. Yeah. So, so, uh, so you want to start over a little bit just so I can like try and like catch back up? Yeah. As soon as I see he is like yelling in goblin to help translate, I will. I will. The uh, wizard. The wizard is like, this is why you discuss things. Don't just rush in. So he runs that. Eh, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Okay, okay, you know what? Okay, wait a minute. Remind me. <laughs> okay. No, no, remind me. Were you trying to inspire the goblins to rebel, or were you trying to inspire the king to join you? What was the I goal? am trying to mass convert the goblins to the worship of Arduk to, for all of us to go uh, and raid for cooler shit. Raid whom? Uh, at the beginning of this whole thing, you said there was a, a kingdom that was at odds with Worcestershire Salzburg. Yes. Fuck those okay. people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Pits and goblins. Okay, here's what I think. <clears throat> and Arduk would be totally into that pettiness. Okay. I love half of this plan. So here's... <laughs> <laughs> That's better than usual. So here, I think here's how it works out. Uh, what's uh, the Duke? He strides out there, he makes this speech. It sounds real good, right? But no one knows what he's talking about. 
And then Jasper runs up behind him and he starts translating bits and pieces and shouting it out. So like half of your message is getting through. And some of the goblins, the, the lesser ones, they actually seem like, hey, this guy makes sense because you're basically saying, take what you want. And that's kind of the goblin way, right? But the goblin king already believes this and already does this and now sees you as a threat to his place as the goblin king. So, Mr. Uh, Big Gob, that's his name, he gets up off his throne and comes to his full height, which is closer to eight feet now that you're seeing it. And he picks up his brass hammer and he kind of stomps it on the cave floor and all the goblins kind of go silent and look at him and because that's like his signal to get attention and he just he says one word he points at the duke and he says dinner and all the goblins start to surround you and they start to encircle you i uh i say that's how you want to play it is it i nudge my translator who is going to die with me now yeah, yeah, um, yeah. all right so and he I pull the goblin face mask over my face <laughs> he does that and i go yeah <laughs> pointing at the goblin hand. <laughs> basically i'm saying to them look you want dinner we're small we're tiny that guy's fucking fat and juicy what's more appetizing to you Very right good. now us or him i like it so good so you're you're jasper is trying to convince the goblins to turn against the goblin king yeah and that's what he yeah. said I, I'm yes. like, you saying that not me i'm the messenger yeah um okay. mr jasper Mm -hmm. Roll me a d6, and yes, just one, and add your luck score to it. Seven. Ooh, okay. Mr. B, roll me two d6, just flat. Okay. Now, let's say, <laughs> I see where this is going. Yeah. Let's say, let's say that, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, now I, now, now hear me out. Just for I, discussion sake. Right? I do have, you know, you, you, at the beginning of this, you told mm -hmm. us to always try to add our skills. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. my skill is oration and religious ceremonies, Ooh. Uh, which is why I've been literaturizing and trying yeah, to convert everyone yeah. um that do anything for me but okay here's the thing because this is this is a this is a non-standard type of role that i'm making up on the spot mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so tell you what roll one more d6 and then drop the highest Oh, some bitch. Okay. So what do you got? Um, well, I got a two. Okay, so then what do you have for your, your two other die? 
Nice. I got two ones and a four. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, that's actually very good. Because what I was doing was uh, the number that uh, Jasper rolled was, I think, six. Seven. Uh, I, Seven. I, yeah, oh, because you added your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the number of goblins that you convinced to turn against him. Ah, and nice. Mr. B, that is the number of goblins that remained loyal to him. Interesting. So... so um now the camp is divided and you have seven goblins have now kind of turned and are standing kind of on your side and then two of the goblins are we'll just say the closest two to the goblin king because out of self-preservation you know and they're like we're not going anywhere boss i mean they're going to be in the bone pile that's where they're going. <laughs> yeah. And me and Bridget are on the other side of the bridge, right? Uh, that's okay. Yeah, you, oh my gosh, you guys never even entered the room. No. So <laughs> I just leave. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I'm picturing it like a movie where this crazy shit has been going on, right? And you guys are just like, oh, it's getting worse and worse. And then it cuts back to you two on the other side of the bridge. The and you're like, just like yeah, and you're like, how do, you, how do you think it's going? I want to picture Blood Fist like slowly reaching into his pack and pulling out the Capri Sun. <laughs> juice box. Yeah, he's doing like he's doing like Drax when he was eating the chip. Yeah, I exactly. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. got some rat jerky we can share. So yeah, yeah, uh, they're totally yeah. having like a, a a relaxed out of battle moment, just like you know, oh, how's your mom's bad hit? You know, like, cut back. And I'm like, and I guess that's why I've never been in a serious relationship. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Every so like, often, the sound of Patchkey screaming and goblin tears <laughs> across the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Over to, uh, Blood wine? Yeah, they're probably good over there. I mean, yeah. yeah. And you guys, you guys got Max in between you, and you're like both scratching him on the neck, and this yeah, is very good. yeah, yeah. And then you I cut back, you cut back to Pashki. Pashki's sweating and translating, and like, oh, don't eat me, don't eat me. <laughs> All right. Well, Jasper's been through worse. He has. Yeah, um, this is nothing. Before I throw this big goblin army together, um. Do we need to take a pause or anything? I know we're kind of running up on time. I don't want to push you guys too late. No, well, uh, when we get to about uh, 10, 20, that's in about 15 minutes, we'll be calling it a night. All right. Um, so if you if you right. need to just murder us, that's <laughs> yeah, usually yeah, yeah. what Ian does. Let's, yeah. You know what? Uh, let's introduce the, the fan to the shit then. All right, so you... Uh, you have your little uh, goblin army you've converted, and he has his two goblins, um, and he, yeah, you know what? Big Gob is not a man of subtlety, so he actually like starts kind of um, run slash galloping towards you while holding his big hammer, and he's making a beeline for the paladin. So he's just going to jump right into it. 
why why don't you um john and uh, mr paschke roll me initiative okay. 1d6 plus your spirit score oh hell yeah i got a seven that time oh nice four seven four and that's a four total four total okay you actually tied with big gob so i'm gonna have you go before him okay all right so all right so duke you are up first in the order all and right. i'll just say it uh since i'm a kind of an dm if unless you guys send some kind of a signal back they're still chilling eating beef jerky on the other side of the bridge having a great time yeah all right so john i'm a little busy to be sending signals exactly yeah yeah um uh as he as he comes at me i i uh i uh i pull out my mace once again uh Mm -hmm. as i do a a scroll uh falls out of my belt unnoticed by me uh and i'll let you know what that says a little bit later as i charge forward to meet him um i i shout not in goblin not in english but in my uh my own like holy language of ardut my base is so much cooler than yours (laughs) (laughs) i like that i am using fucking dice that are hard to read oh snap okay i got a one i got six and what are you you all right over there yeah okay uh okay good you rolled a successful what are you actually doing you swinging at him or oh yeah i'm swinging i'm swinging all right that is uh three damage all right cool does it have any like special abilities added or anything no 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 i mean okay. it does but only flavors wise okay yeah that's cool <laughs> all right so cool flavorful mace yeah you uh you smash him he's he's not even trying to evade you he's just all about strength so yeah you smash him boom good and that's one action you have one more oh uh that's right um i will uh as I smash, I kind of fall, I smash and then fall back and I'm going to lift my, actually I have a, um, let's see. Oh, you know what? I forgot. Okay. No, go ahead. I'll tell you in a second. Yeah. Uh, I will use, uh, I will make a, I will fall back away from him and make a mind attack. Ooh, I like that. What are you going to do? With my uh, holy symbol. Uh, no six that time. Okay. So you do something and nothing. Yep. All right, cool. <clears throat> All right. Um, next up, Mr. Paschke. All right. So I'm burn again. I'm going to burn again because I mean, my other option is do I have another big fart in me? It's been a minute. <laughs> nerves, <laughs> nerves are at play. Stomachs get yeah. upset when when this happens. So I think I could swallow argue... a lot of air speaking goblin. I think yeah. I could argue the case that I could either rip another big one, or I could just cast burn. I think 
I think we have enough other goblins on our side. I don't want to kill the, the entire party. So I think burn is the logical course of action on this one. All right. Uh, do you mean immolate or uh, or is it labeled as burn on your thing? Uh, B U R N burn cost one mana. Target of the spell is uh, flame. One d three damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the older name, but it's fine. It's fine. Oh. Just, okay. Um. Okay. Cool. Um. Let me just say. Also, don't forget that. Um, if you do feel like you're running out of options, also get creative with maybe the environment or anything around you. This is the kind of game, everything is fair game, you know? Right, right. So, all right, uh, so you're going to cast Immolate on who? On Big Gob? Yeah, Big Gob. Okay, cool, cool. Give me a roll, please. Okay. Roll to hit or? To hit, yeah. Yeah, so that would be what? Uh, last of you didn't have me roll for Spirit. Burn. Spirit. Uh, you roll Spirit, yeah. And then if it is successful, you do 1d3 burn damage. Okay. So it's a 1, so I roll 1 dice plus the other 2, or just 1? Oh, your spirit is a 1? Yeah. You just roll 1 die. Okay, I got. I rolled a 5. Alright. That does not succeed, sir. Okay. Yeah. You, um... Yeah, you know what? He's he's a big dude, but he's way faster than you expect. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. you fire off your spell, but it sails right past him. He's a he's like Mike Tyson, where you see this big dude, you know, but then also he's lightning fast, so he just zips right by. So question Sin, for Sin, yeah, yeah. Question for you on what Blood Pact does is that uh -huh. on? Can I just pick Goblin, or could I? Do I have to pick that Goblin over there, Jerome? You know him. The no, it's anyone in the vicinity can activate it. It's a it's a passive ability. The, the ability he's asking about Blood Pact is a passive ability, so it's just always on. And the way it works is any NPC dies while they have the bleed status, which is a status you can afflict in a lot of different ways, they now heal your character because you have this blood pact where their death means you're healing. Oh. Um, so an NPC who dies near you heals you for one, and a player character who dies near you heals you for two. Okay, I would like to, I would like to engage blood pact. Mm -hmm. It's always on, you're good. Fantastic. The operative cool. thing, though, is that they need to have been afflicted with the bleed status. And how do I do this? I, I assume I have not given them that status. Okay. There's a few abilities that can inflict it. Mm -hmm. um, there's a few different um, items and weapons. So you know what I'll say is, how about your, your wizard staff? Mm -hmm. um, how about this? On the end of it, it has some cool wizardy shit like uh oh like shards of crystal right okay. so if you if you want to use this staff as a melee attack i will say that on a successful attack it can also apply the bleed status all right i like if that. that makes sense that does kind make a, sense. like a serrated crystal top Mm -hmm. to the uh to the staff that way it also gives you more things you can do more versatility you know you can you can get in there and whoop it up close range if you want to try yeah i like that yeah so am i close enough to a uh opposing goblin to attack it yeah yeah why not 
All right. If not Big Gob, then definitely one of his minions, because they're they're trailing behind him. All right, then I I will whack at one of the minions to try and give them nice. the lead status. All right, uh, give me um, you know what? This is an easy one. I'm just gonna actually say because I I think it's cool and I want to see it. I'm gonna say you whack the nearest goblin, and you only do one damage because you're not a very beefy guy. You do one damage, but he now has the bleed status. Okay. In this room, basically, boom, you get a little heal out of it. Cool. Cool. And uh, you know, I was gonna add something, but I'll let you figure that part out. All right, cool. I think that's both of your actions. Yes. All right, cool. Now uh, is Big Gob. He is solely focused on the Duke. He does not like that you tried to turn his little guys against him. So he is going to use uh, Crash, which is one of his abilities. He's going to literally just charge into you. Hey, puppy. He's going to charge into you just like a wild animal and try to knock you down. So he's just bum rushing you with his body to try to like shoulder check you and knock you over. So you can either try to deftly dodge or maybe block with your body. I, I got a big old tower shield. All right, cool. Then go ahead and give me a body roll, but and this is this is the introduction of one of the more advanced things. Big Gob has he's he's what's known as a rank two character. So, when you're rolling to, like, oppose something that he's doing, you subtract two dice from that. So, go ahead and give me your roll for your tower shield block, but do well, two I less dice. The, I only have two, so... Okay, well, you're always going to roll a minimum of one, so just keep it to one, then. Okay. I did not pass. All right. He knocks you down to the ground. Um, it doesn't do damage to you, but it uh, it does knock you prone. And then for his second attack, he's actually just going to slash at you with uh, a little... It's actually like almost comically small knife he has on his belt. Um, he still has his big hammer in his other hand, but he, he takes his little knife and he slashes at you with it. <clears throat> Uh, can I do anything about that since I'm prone? You can maybe try to block it, or you can maybe try to roll out of the way, or... Yeah, I'll try to block maybe, it. Maybe, uh, try to, like, kick him in the nuts so it blocks him. I don't know. Get creative with it. Um, okay. Um, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to use, uh, zap. I'm going to try Ooh. to zap the hand holding the knife. Okay. Uh, to cause him to be unable to... Swing it. Yeah. Okay, I like that. So that is... Uh, nope. No successes. Oh, no. You know what? Do me a favor. Uh, he's so close to you. Go ahead and roll one more dice. Ah, <laughs> no. Oh, no. All right. So that was a good try, but yeah, he uh, he slashes at you. Um, it does two damage, so mark that on your sheet, please. And you also have the bleed status because as small as that knife was, unless it actually, unless I burn a point of armor, 
There you go. You can do Why that. Why don't you just keep take the bleed status, John? What, what, what's wrong with you having the bleed status, buddy? Yeah. yeah, you're fine. It's fine. Never trust a wizard, right? Never, ever. Did you guys ever read uh, Wizard's First Rule? It was, uh, it was the first book in, in Sword of Truth, I think. Anyways, uh, it was called Wizard's First Rule because this guy is like a prince to be a wizard. And the, the senior wizard tells him the first rule of being a wizard. People are stupid. So trick them when you can. Right. <laughs> exactly. So he, he was adhering to it. I like that. All right. Uh, so did you say you're going to oh, uh, soak you with armor? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I'll say since it's a slashing attack and everything, that blocks the status as well. Cool. All right. Um, and then... Yeah. All right. That's it for Big Gob. Um, John, you're you're back up in the order. All right. Uh, he is right over me. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I am going to. <laughs> Man. You know what? I'm going to oh. say to you. Hold on. Let me interrupt you real quick. Um, let's just say that the the commotion is enough so that it has gotten Max the Wolf's attention. And he's on the other side of the bridge, but he's definitely agitated and kind of telling you guys, like, uh, something's going on, something's going on, something's going on. Uh, and, dog. Uh, that's, you keep saying something's going on. Uh, we should probably go check on these guys. I mean, they've, they've been gone for, what, uh, about two minutes, long. two, three minutes, I guess. Um, not to get in trouble, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, shall we? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm out of rat jerky, so I might as well. All right. After you. I think we should send the wolf first. I like that. Max, do you want to go across the bridge? He's he's already prancing across. Prancing? Okay, he's what such a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> and following suit. Yeah. All right. Cool. So we're going to, um, we'll cut back to John and I'm just going to stick you guys in at the bottom of the turn order. All right. <clears throat> All right, John, you're up. All right. Um, I'm going to swing my mace up into his junk. All right. That's a, that's an easy one. Yeah. Oh, nope. Uh, no successes. You know what? You don't even need to roll for that one. His his junk is unpleasantly close to you, so... Well, now yeah. it's unpleasantly crushed by a flaming mace. There you go. All right. Remind me how much your, your mace that does. Three points of damage to the to the cock. <laughs> the All right. And he's definitely... He's definitely going to use his armor to soak that. Uh, He might, but... uh. I, uh, I am going to, uh, swing again. All right. All right. Oh, and a success that time. Sweet. All right. Yeah. That actually, he soaks it again, but now he's out of armor. Hooray. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mr. Paschke, you are up. All right. So burning, not the best decision I think I've made this game. Uh, I would... <laughs> I would dare call that a mistake. 
Um, but what I would like to do uh, is watch another goblin to make sure that they're bleeding. I'm trying to bleed as many goblins that are against me. Very small. Uh, so, yeah. So that that would be uh, my what my wizard staff. So what what did I roll last time? I'm sorry. Um, just roll body. It's like a melee attack. Body. All right. So what do I roll when I have a zero? Uh, you always roll at least one, just so okay. you get something to roll. Four. All right. You know what? If you want to get uh, devious with it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So my left hand? You you have you have a few friendly goblins now who are even closer to you. Do I want if you, to... Yeah. If you want to take a poke at them... Not only would it be easier to hit them, but since they are friendly, it will heal you for more if they die. It's up to how, you. How evil is Jasper? Exactly. Honestly. Like, right now, I don't see it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, um, I hit the smallest one. The, the smallest, most likely to die one. That way, like, if he tries to retaliate, it's not going to be a big deal. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's an easy one. You know, I'm going to say he's even, like, he's looking at the action distracted, so you get him right right in the back. <laughs> and we're just like, yeah. Careful, little buddy. Watch out for those falling rocks. <laughs> Yeah, he sees the bloody end of your wizard staff, and he's not super convinced. But there it is. Okay. Well, you All know. right. Was that was that your turn? Or did you have one more thing? Uh, I think that was my second. My first one whiffed, and then you let me oh, hit right. one of my own guys. So gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, next up is Big Gob. Um, one of his full actions is that if he begins his turn within melee range of a prone enemy he gets a free attack on that enemy. So he is going to try to smash the duke with his big hammer. So you can either... And you know what? I'll say that you you do have a big tower shield, so if you did want to block with it and just kind of pull it over your body, go ahead and add a, add a dice to that. Um... Actually, I think what I want to do is um, try to to roll uh, through his legs. Oh, actually, holy Ooh. shit. I do not do that. He crushes my skull like an overripe melon because we are out of time. Oh, and down goes the Duke. Down right. goes the Duke. R.I.P. Yeah. And you know, seeing seeing that happen right in front of them, I think that the goblin converts that you had, they're definitely shaken. Probably. I, I, I recommend yeah. the rest of you just run for it and, uh, and live with your cowardice. Um, I can fart. <laughs> I can fart again. That's something. Um... Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> um, All right. 
But yes, we uh, we have played right up into the 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 second. Uh, this is a fun game, cool, uh, full of cool art. Um, Billy, can can people can people order this now that uh, like I know you got the proof in hand, which mm-hmm. means I'm sure you're about to do your full production order. God, it's a beautiful book. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank that's you. The, that's the hardcover edition that has, I want to say, 20 extra pages. Uh, 30. 30, 30 extra, extra pages to the yeah. soft cover. Uh, yep. Highly recommend. I know I got mine uh, pre-ordered during the Kickstarter. Can people can people still get in on this and order a copy? Yeah, they absolutely can. Um, so there will be two ways to do that. Um, there's going to be drive-through RPG, which they can do a print-on-demand copy. Um, and I always like to be completely honest so i'm gonna say i've compared the drive-through quality with other companies quality and it's pretty damn good but i feel like um i'm also ordering about 100 copies of my own through a different company so we have two options if you go to billyblueart.com and you order the book through the shopify store i set up you're going to get one of the copies that is a little better. The color's a little better. You know, I think it's not so washed out. Um, or if you don't mind and you just want your copy, go to drive through. They handle it quick, easy. They do the shipping and everything. And there you go. So um, there's two ways, drive through or billyblower.com. The drive through option, they're kind of slow, especially lately. I don't know. Something's making them lag. They're, they might not quite be up to date yet, but yeah, it should be any day now that they're able to take orders. But if you go to my Shopify, you can put in orders right now, and I'll send it to you when I get it. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, otherwise, Bridget, do you have a... Uh, I don't have a, uh announcement page today. Bridget, do you have uh, some books that just came out, I believe? <laughs> I do. Excuse me, of course, now the cough's starting. Um, Fish Gathered to Listen came out on the 2nd, and uh, The Darkness Behind the Stars, Beyond the Stars, came out on August 31st. So those are both available everywhere books are sold. All right, cool. Very cool. Nice. Uh, you can obviously, when you are not catching him here, you can catch Kevin on Whale to the Face, the Mark Borg live actual play. Um... As for me, you are aware that my book, All I Want is to Take Shrooms and Listen to the Color of Nazi Screams, is out now. It's getting positive reviews. That makes me feel great. What you may not know is my upcoming book, No Guilt of Bloodshed, a Jewish splatter western uh, with more severed cockles than you can shake a burlap sack at. Uh, is currently number three on horror western new releases and number 13 for overall horror westerns on Amazon. You can pre-order that right now. Uh, no Guilt of Bloodshed. It comes out on the 19th, and it is a banger, if I do say so myself. Obviously, we, uh, we have Pure Hate from Wrath James White coming out in, oh my goodness, in October. Uh, we are hoping that we are gearing up for a surprise release of a new solo RPG this month um, that would be 
Red Room by Alex Alexi Vela and myself. It is a solo RPG about um, running a snuff film operation. So it is <laughs> extremely gory and uh, fairly transgressive. It's uh, it's a cool game. I hope you'll check it out. Um, Billy, thank you so much for joining us today. We had a great time with you. Um, thank you. It was a real pleasure. TLD RPG is, like you said, available on DriveThruRPG or through Billy's Shopify store. Highly recommend you do those things. You can also check out my interview with Billy uh, if you want to go back in the archives on the VODs and uh, randomly generated encounters. You can see us talk about the game ad nauseum. Um, I think that's all we have to say tonight. Uh, we will be back next week. Thank you so much for joining us on this consensual journey we call Wandering Monster. I am John Baldisberger. I'm Bridget Brave. I'm Kevin Welch. I'm Mr. Paschke, and uh... I'm Billy Blue. As I said, we will be back next week. Until then, if you cannot wait, do not worry. Bridget knows a shortcut. <laughs> <laughs>